So, I have some real life experience to share. And I think it's so awesome. And so, like, I have to start at the beginning. I lost one of my contacts. And that was kind of like my worst nightmare because I know that with my prescription, um, there would be like a really, really small chance that they would be able to make that in Bali. And so, yes, I was right. I uh, went to the optician and um, here in Bali, they cannot make my kind, my type of contacts with my prescription. And so it was like, okay, what to do now? So I got myself some glasses. And like, I don't have to go into like all the emotional baggage I have around wearing glasses. Um, that is not really relevant right now. But um, so I pick up, I order glasses and I have kind of like a strong prescription with a cylinder as well. And um but yeah, they say they can do that. So I order glasses and yesterday I pick up my new glasses and it just looks really, it's so weird. It's like looking through a fishbowl and it's really weird. Except like everything is like really clear and sharp and like bright, but it's also sometimes like things sort of, come towards me in some strange way and seeing depths is also really weird um but yeah i can like i can deal with that like you know it's what it is like i don't think i can get anything better right now um but what is really funny is when i look at something that is round like I have my plate or a bowl or a glass and I know it's round. But when I look at it through my glasses, it's oval. It really is oval. And it's such a weird experience. Like because there is something happening in my brain. I can actually feel it happening in my brain. So there's this part in my brain that is connected to my eyes, to my sight. And that part of my brain is saying, I'm seeing an oval plate. That's like I register that I see an oval plate. But then like there's this connection to my rational brain and my rational brain is saying, Yes, you see an oval plate, but in reality, this plate is round. Because I know this plate is round. And I also know that it's because, because of my glasses that my eyes experience or perceive this plate as oval but that doesn't change the fact that my eyes 
really see an oval plate. And then I realized it's exactly the same with trauma. If we have, if we experience trauma, it's being stored in our emotional brain with our senses. We can like still see the images. We can still smell um, what it smelled like. We can still hear the noises, the sounds. We can still taste um, if that was relevant. You know, we can still feel touch if that was relevant for the trauma like we can still really like our body can experience the entire sensation of the trauma as if it's happening now as if it's happened as if it is reality in the moment even if the trauma occurred many many years ago so it is stored in our emotional brain and it pers- and it colors our experience of the world like with me with my glasses i experience the plate as oval even though my rational brain knows that it's round so if we have ever experienced trauma and we don't even have to remember the trauma with our rational brain or in our memory, our body has stored the sensory experience in our emotional brain and in our body. So we will perceive the world as if we are looking through my glasses, through our emotional glasses and perceive reality in that way even though our rational brain can say, but the trauma is not happening now. The trauma occurred when I was younger, when I was a child, whatever, when I was in the womb, doesn't really matter. It's like our rational brain can, can say that, can know that, and our rational brain can also know that we are safe. But that doesn't matter to our emotional brain or to our sensory brain, like to our senses. Our sensory experience is still the same as when we experience the trauma. So I find that like really, really interesting because then like we can question ourselves as to whether we are experiencing a sensory experience and we are being triggered in an old memory or an old trauma and that is like playing out or are we in our rational brain and are we telling ourselves that everything is okay that we are safe And the thing is, it doesn't help. Like, we cannot regulate our emotional brain with our rational brain. So, I think that's the thing with therapy. We can tell our story 
But our story, the story about what happened, or why we think we're traumatized, is just a story that is made up by our, by our rational mind. And then we have like a therapist who's going to tell us like, oh, well, everything is going to be okay. Or you just do this practice, or you go to this retreat, or you buy that program, or, um, you know, you follow that teacher, or you take this medication, and then it's all going to be fine. But it's not. Because that is always our rational mind telling us what to do. Telling us what to feel. Telling us what not to feel or not to do. But in reality, like or real, what is really happening for us in that moment when we're triggered. Or maybe like for some people, trauma can be so severe that it's just happening all the time is that our emotional brain is living out the, the traumatic experience constantly, just like all the time. And I think that's why we choose the same kind of partners over and over again, or like make the same mistakes over and over again, or go back to places that we know will hurt us, you know, or that we actually don't really like being or that we have some other uh, desires for ourselves but we still try to um, yeah relive our trauma we keep doing that because it is stored in our emotional brain and our emotional brain will always tell us, our sensory experience will always tell us that the plate is oval. And our rational brain is not going to change that. So for me, something that I'm really um, exploring right now, something I'm really like agitated about, and irritated and annoyed and is that we still like live in a society where we constantly have to improve ourselves. Everything is focused on becoming more, becoming better, changing ourselves, healing ourselves, fixing ourselves, um, putting in effort um, to become something else to become something better in another moment in the future and i think that is related because people are searching like they experience this trauma reliving trauma all the time and like looking for relief in a way looking for this connection to who we truly are because i think we also can tell when we are not really being true to ourselves and that living from our trauma is actually 
the same as not being true to ourselves. Like, we kind of know that something doesn't feel aligned, you know? Like, we know we're kind of off track. And some people maybe are more conscious about that than others. But that doesn't really change anything. But the thing is that all these programs, all the the self-help... Uh, all the teachers, all the retreats, all the everything, online teachings, they are all focusing on the rational mind. They're all saying like, okay, if you follow this program, we do this practice, we talk about that, we do this, we do that. Um, then, you know, you can have this life you desire. Usually they always, they also use their own life as an example of the life that you would want to have or the life, like their life is the life that you desire. Like as they have this amazing life, you know, and that's the thing. It's not real. It's coming from the rational mind. It's like the rational mind overriding the emotional brain where the sensory experience of the trauma is locked in your brain, in your body. And you can do any program you want, but it's not going to give you that relief. It's not going to change anything. As a matter of fact, I think that it can even make the trauma worse because you know it's like we are being our own worst teacher in that sense or our own worst parent by telling ourselves that we're not being good enough that we have to change that we have to become better that we have to become something that we are not in that moment like we're telling ourselves this moment is not good enough i'm not feeling okay i'm not feeling worthy something is missing i don't know what it is so let's do this let's do that let's go there let and and then you know in the future of, or after i've spent so much money or after i've done this training or if i do this and that practice every day then I will find that relief or I will become that person that I want to be so badly. And I think that the thing we want to become, the thing that we really desire is actually to feel a true connection to ourself, our true self. And I think we can only experience that if we let go of that voice that is telling us that we need to become something else, that we need to become something better, or that we need to do things in order to find something out there. And, um, you know, and that's the rational mind. I kind of see it as like a really, like a harsh teacher or a very strict parent who's coming up with all these rules that we have to live by in order 
to receive the love or attention or the acknowledgement or the feeling of belonging that we desire. So we actually become our own um, our own nightmare in that sense. Like we become the thing that we are actually trying to get away from. And it's all like, it's so interconnected, all of it. You know, the way we, the things we do, the way we act, it's such a interconnectedness between this rational brain and emotional brain and the sensory experience in our brain, in our body and the things that are stuck and are looking for a way out. And I think that the only way to do that is to be present, like to shut up these voices, to silence that rational mind, you know, and to just be. It's like, it's always, it's coming from so much judgment, you know, the voices of the rational mind, but also the voices of the teachers out there and the programs and they're basically all saying where you are now is not good enough and there is a place to go where it's better. Um, you know, they're indirectly pointing at you feeling unworthy and you have to do something to become more worthy. And I think like that's the disease of Western society is that we are all trying to become something better, more worthy than, than we feel in the moment. And everything is just really playing into that. Even though sometimes it really sounds beautiful and, and the right words are used, like it's also spiritual and we're looking for enlightenment and it's all love and light and, you know, but it's just another way of saying the person you are now is not worthy of my love. And when you buy my program, you know, you will feel better. You become a better person and then you will be worthy of my love or of your own love. But if we take away the judgment, if we take away the feeling of this is right and that is wrong, if we take that out if we can see that there is no right or wrong, that the, the person we are in this moment is exactly perfect as it is, like there is no better way to be than how we are in this moment. There's nothing to improve and it all sounds so cliche, but I think that's where the relaxation is. And in the relaxation, we can actually feel. And we can connect to our emotional brain and our sensory experience in the moment without these voices re-traumatizing us and pushing us into that 
feeling of having to improve ourselves to be worthy of our love. And there's a and and in that relaxation, it's like the body can open and experience safety in the present moment. And I'm not really sure how that works yet. I know I'm experiencing it. I know I I like I'm doing it. And. But the thing that is what is really happening, I don't know yet. But what I do know is that being real in the moment, even if that moment feels shit, like that is important to just be real anytime. And like, not judge ourselves in that moment. To like say that okay, I experience this plate as oval, and I'm not gonna judge myself for experiencing this plate as oval, even though I know it's round. Because it doesn't really matter, does it? And I think in that moment, we can relax. And it's like saying, "Okay, this ha- happening or this moment or how I feel right now feels shit. It smells like shit. It looks like shit." And. That's okay, you know. There is nothing to change, nothing to fix, nothing to heal. My shit doesn't have to smell like roses. And then, like, there's an opening. There's a relaxation. I can acknowledge to myself that my shit smells like shit. And looks like shit. My eyes see the plate as oval, and that's okay. Because that is real shit. You know, it's real shit. It's not some make believe fairy tale. I have to be such a great, perfect person in order to receive love. I can just be myself, even though it feels like shit. But that's okay, because it's my shit, and it's real shit. I get so much better. When we take away the judgment, real shit is so much better than the shit that smells like roses but doesn't really smell like roses. You know, the shit that has an Instagram filter. 
And it's difficult. It's really, it's fucking, fucking difficult to be real. To be real to yourself. It really is, it's so difficult. Especially because everyone is just showing only this perfect side of themselves and like social media is just one big fucking traumatizing trap where all the shit smells like roses and has glitters. You know, it's... That's the bullshit, you know? And it makes it worse. It makes it worse. Because no one is showing their real shit. Because we're all fucking afraid to show our real shit. Because we think that our real shit is not good enough. And we tell ourselves that we're wrong for seeing the plate as oval because our rational mind knows that the plate is round. Oh, we're wrong. But what if we're not? What if it is true? What if it is not wrong? What if it can also be true? What if our sensory experience and our emotional brain is actually telling the truth? And then it becomes complicated because that means that so many things can be true. Then life really begins to look like Alice in Wonderland. Because if we start exploring what is happening in our emotional brain and all the sensory experiences in our body and we start recognizing that there is so much that our rational mind doesn't know that there is so much more than we can understand or analyze or talk about with our rational brain. There are things happening in our emotional brain, in our sensory experience, in our body that we don't even have words for. It's like magic. It's like a whole different universe. And it messes with our rational brain because, you know, we haven't been taught to experience the world in that way. We're being taught that we have to, like, look at what is real, the things that we can explain with our rational mind. That's why you keep seeing people analyzing everything, making sense of the world, but um, explaining our world with our rational mind will never do justice. Because the plate can be oval and round at the same time. Like that's what I experience. I look at the plate, the plate is oval. Even though the other part of me knows that the plate is round. And you know what? Nobody's going to tell me the plate is not oval. Because it is. And it's all true at the same time. And it actually makes life way more interesting. It might make it also 
a bit dangerous to start to go driving with my glasses. So I don't think I will be doing that. But you know, it's it's like a metaphor. It's just exploring reality in a different way. Exploring reality with a different way of experiencing the world. Like using and activating different parts of our brain. And I also do think that in doing that, we actually heal ourselves, even though we're not broken. Like we can restore a balance, like a connection between our different brain halves that, you know, just help us perceive the world as more whole and in that sense we also perceive ourselves as more whole and we we come to know ourselves in a different way which makes us feel more complete and more content with what is at the same time and we don't have to improve ourselves anymore we can keep the money that we spend on all these coaches and self-help programs and online trainings and retreats. So, you know, and we can do amazing things with that. And I'm still exploring. Like, I don't know shit, but I think it's just an interesting exploration and like what's happening in my brain and my body and the way I experience the world and what I see as real.